Bung Bung. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bung Bung Coffee, the best coffee that you can get, the best, the tastiest, the most delicious, the the most noteworthy dark roast that you can get. Bung Bung Coffee um, has been known has been known to increase your wealth. Uh, as soon as you drink this, you become so productive. You go to work and you guessed it, bang, bang. You start, you just start banging out work. Oh damn, you got a promotion. Oh shit, now, you've, now you're the CEO. Oh, now you've just bought the company. Look at your revenue. Look at your pockets, get fatter. That is attributed to bang, bang coffee. Um, <laughs> uh, Get, get your Bung Bung Coffee at bungbungcoffee.com. Enter promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y, like the titties, uh, for 15% off all orders. You can get your Bung Bung Coffee uh, in coffee grounds, 200 gram bags, coffee beans, one kilogram bags. You can get a Bung Bung Coffee keep cup to save that environment. We ship with compostable mail bags. Yes, we're green. We're green. Get around it. Bung Bung Coffee. If you haven't tasted it, you're you're missing out. Get there. Cure yourself of all your ailments with Bung Bung Coffee. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the Welcome to the potty, bung bung. It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Aka the milkman, because I always deliver. Aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the Larry O'Brien of podcasting. Yes, yes, we are doing the NBA preview today. We got bored man back in the booth. Yep. Um. Now. This week, I got back. I got back out on the um, in the comedy scene. I did three three gigs in three days, which was good. I did giggles on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night. Giggles comedy, Rhino Room basement every Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. <laughs> Go there and support your local artists, local comedy. Um, everyone likes to talk about supporting local comedy or local art, and no one does it because there was two people. There was two people in the crowd, um, fucking tourists as well. They weren't even from here, so they weren't even actually supporting their local comedy. They were they were actually supporting, you know, not local overseas. They were from Coventry. The girl was from Coventry. Her name was Natalie, um, and the guy was from Birmingham. Yes, Tommy. Fuck it. Could by order of the PK fucking blinders. This guy was in there. He didn't sound like Arthur from Piggy Blinders, but he's, you know, he sounded a bit like uh, more, no, nah, not even that deep, not even that deep. But, you know, I wasn't scared of him, put it that way. His name was Josh. So shout out Josh and Natalie for supporting um, Adelaide Comedy. It actually was a really good night though. Uh, you know, they had pretty much a private show. Um. And that went all right. I did did some some new jokes, and you don't. You, it's hard to measure those jokes when you're doing them to two people. So then Thursday night at the producers, um, 
that went that went all right. That was mostly comics. The run the room runner. Um, I don't know what he was on. Maybe like some Zannies, Valium, um, definitely beers. I definitely saw him have beers, but he seemed to be on one. And he was he he runs the room, and he was heckling, which was wild. Um, unprofessional, but <laughs> uh, I did a joke where I used the f word. And and I don't mean fuck, I mean the gay one, and it didn't go over too well. So I think I'm gonna change. I'm I think I'm gonna change it to actually. I think I'm actually gonna say f word instead of, um, you know, agate. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say f word and see if that see if that softens the blow a little bit. Um, and then last night, uh, Adelaide Comedy at Rhino Room, uh, great lineup. And great gig, great gig. Did the did, did did the same new shit. I didn't didn't use the f word joke. Although I think it would have gone over pretty well with that crowd because there were some boomers in there that probably still say it. Um, in the mean way, so they probably would have loved it. But I, I opted out and just went with um, you know, jokes about Uber and stuff like that. Relatable. Did joke about anxiety. No one understood that because boomers don't have anxiety. Boomers have hemorrhoids, so they didn't they didn't get the anxiety joke. And it was, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do the joke here because I think it's good. But you have to be a Batman fan, so it's kind of it's a niche audience. You have to know who Bane is. So I talk I talk about my first ever anxiety attack and how young I was when I had it. And I, and the joke is that I'm a baby just just crying, um, and but I'm labeling it as an anxiety attack, right? So I say I didn't merely end up with anxiety. I was born with it. And no one laughed. <laughs> but they were old. They were old. So I don't know. I think it's good. I love that joke. So I'm going to keep doing it and um, get a bigger sample size. <laughs> See if it works. It worked on Thursday. Um, you know, but the agate joke didn't work. So, you know, it's trial and error. It's trial and error. But. Um, I didn't have dinner before the show last night, so I ended up driving from Rhino Room to Hindley Street, and I um I got a park, which was nice, and I went to Motherload again. So I went there for two meals this week, fried food twice this week. Um, so you know I always talk about how fat I'm getting, and I'm still eating fried food. Hey, but Motherload is fucking delicious. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to work my way through their menu. So I had I had the first item on their lunch menu on Wednesday, which was just like the original nugget sandwich, I think. And then I had the original nuggets for dinner last night, late dinner, 10 o'clock dinner. So that's also not good for you. I don't think you're supposed to have dinner at 10 o'clock. So probably put on about three kilos. But that yeah, that's pretty much my week. I'm trying to think I'm trying to think if anything else went down, anything any wild shit, but pretty much just been working. Got Oh, I got my car back, everyone. Got my car back. It's got a wind a mirror on it. Um, I didn't drive it yesterday. So I haven't even seen it for about 36 hours because I was driving Rachel's car all day yesterday. So I couldn't, you know, it could have actually lost its mirror by now. Who, who knows? Looked all right when I pulled up. Okay. <laughs> um, yep, so the car's back. It's in good condition and I didn't pay a dollar. Uh, oh, check this out. This was a bit sneaky. So I didn't drive very far with the, the hire car. Um, and I returned it without filling it up. 
with petrol, but the petrol needle was still pretty pretty much on full. Got my full deposit back. Got my full deposit back. So that was nice. Um, let's uh let's go to Clay's reviews real quick. I got one Clay's review here. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's reviews. I watched Cruella on Disney Plus. Emma Stone uh, plays Cruella Deville. It's the origin story of Cruella Deville, which is I don't know if we needed it. Um, yeah, I don't know if we needed that origin story, but I'll tell you this: uh, it was fucking good. It was fucking good. Have you seen it? I've seen it. I, um, yeah, I got forced into watching it. I thought I was going to hate it, and actually didn't mind it by the end of it. Yeah, I went in with the same mindset, and you know what? Don't tell me to watch shit with an open mind. Because I went into this shit with a fucking closed mind and it opened it for me. So if it's good enough, it's going to it's gonna be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So don't tell me you've got to have an open If you tell me I've got to have an open mind, that means you're telling me this is a shit movie. Okay? So I went into this, mind was closed and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, it was funny. It had, like, was it for kids? It didn't even feel like it was for kids feel like it was, but I mean... I'm sure kids would still kids enjoy would it. still enjoy it. Yeah, it was yeah. dark. Um, I like the I like, like Disney going a bit darker with their uh, characters and stuff. Oh, oh, man, I enjoyed it, and I recommend it. And 7.5 out of 10. There you go. Uh, Cruella on Disney+. Plus. And now we're going to go into sports. I've just decided, everybody, I'm changing the sports theme. Um, It's too long. (laughs) Uh, So I don't know if everyone knows about the Sports Centre top 10 sound, Um, but it... And that's what it's going to be from now on. I'm going to download that sound and it's going to be quick, (laughs) quick into sports. Uh, And that's the sound we used to do. If someone got dunked on at training or something, we'd all be on the sidelines like... Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I was talking about the Wilder Fury fight last week. And my concern was how much better of a fighter Fury just is than Wilder. And oh my God. Hold on. First, no, I'm not taking any, anything away from Wilder. He knocked Fury down twice in the fourth, um, which is, you, you know, he's a hard hitter. He's just not a technical fighter. Um, Fury came in heavy, which, you know, it is an advantage, but it's also like, it's, it's going to, it's supposedly it's going to slow you down. You know, he's, this guy's fucking like 230 kilos duck and punch. Like, I, I I don't know. I, I, how much did take a punch from one of these guys? How much money to take a punch? Yeah. I don't think I'd get to enjoy the money after it. I think I'd just be dead. Yeah, I think I'd have to learn to fucking speak again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, this guy comes in so heavy and he's just fucking dodging these punches. Granted, he did get dropped twice, but he knocked Wilder out. 
since the fight finished, there's been footage released of Wilder saying, you know, no, no, I, I don't respect you. I don't respect you. Know, he was probably ashamed of losing again. Um, you know, not good for his legacy losing that fight. Um, I don't know. I, heavyweight boxing ain't it. It hasn't been for a long time. That was a that was probably one of the one of the greatest heavyweight fights of all time. It'd be up there like top top five, top ten for sure, but maybe top five. It was it was an awesome fight. Um, but we just don't have the the fighters we used to have. The, the Ali's, the Lennox Lewis, the Evander Holyfield, the the Iron Mike Tyson, Kid Dynamite. You know, we don't have all that anymore. Buster Douglas. Um. So, you know, we've got these two. We've got Wilder, we've got Fury. Then we got, what's his name, Anthony Joshua, who just he just just keeps losing. So it's like, I don't give a fuck about him anymore, right? And then that Mexican dude, um, Ruiz, I think. Mm, jo- yeah, because Joshua, yeah, he he knocked out Joshua a couple fights ago. That's the that's like the bigger dude, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and people, yeah, people counted him out because Josh was all shredded and Ruiz is all thick through the middle. He's Mexican. Dude, Mexican. Who's the best fighters? Uh, Canelo Alvarez. Mexican, red-headed Mexican. He's a unicorn. Um, Louis C.K. is a red-headed Mexican. Um, no, this guy, Alvarez, dude, I'm talking about the Gypsy King's head movement, but Alvarez, if you want to see something, look up on YouTube Canelo Alvarez head movement and you will fucking... Dude, people think they can fight. All these YouTubers and shit. Canelo Alvarez is a fucking fighter, bro. Mexican. Always put your money on the Mexican, bro, and that's not racist because I'm giving a comment. That's just ignorance. Um... But yeah, shout out to both those guys, uh, Wilder and Fury. It's a great fight. Um, disappointing to see Fury go out like that. Um, take your money and run, I say. He got twenty million. I think Fury got. So I think yeah, I think Wilder got twenty million and like thirty percent of pay per view. And no, did I just say thirty million? No, twenty million and thirty percent. And I think Fury got thirty million and forty percent. Um. So what's the point of like? continually getting belted in the head. Take your money and get the fuck out of the game. That's what I say. Um, so today, uh, Boardman and I are going to go through uh, our NBA preview for the year. So we're going to give you the uh, what we believe is going to be the over or the under for um, each team in the NBA. Uh, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference. This is going to take a long time, so if you don't like NBA, um, I don't know, thanks for listening for the first 10 minutes of the show. Uh, You probably still gave me a listen, so thank you. Um, Tell a friend, tell a friend. If you do like NBA, you're probably doing your fantasy drafts soon. You're going to need this. You know what? I'm I'm going to release this episode uh, straight away. I'm not going to wait until um, midnight. I'm going to release this as soon as it's recorded so you can listen to it. You can do your fantasy um, drafts with our input, our genius input. Have you ever won fantasy? No. Neither have I. So there you go, guys. This, <laughs> this is some real professional shit. Um, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to go through our the over-unders and we're going to seed everybody 
uh, every team for the playoffs or yeah, whatever. We're just going to tell you where we think they'll end up on the, on the ladder um, at the end of the season with our over under of their win percentages. And hopefully those two things line up, right? That's, that's how it should work. Um, and then once we finish doing that, we're going to go through rookie of the year, MVP, coach of the year, defensive player of the year, give you our picks for that. And finally, uh, as we said a couple weeks back, we're going to have a battle for uh, a divorced dad's day, um, triple D. And that's the, you know, that's why we like them. Um, and the battle for uh, divorced dad's day is each Saturday that we record, we're going to pick four games each for the week in between episodes. And um, yeah, basically pick out, just pick our winners for four games. And if, um, oh, and at the end of the season, we'll see what our totals are. Whoever loses has to take the other one out for a day, a divorce dad's day and do all the stuff that a kid wants to do with his um, dad that he sees every second weekend. <laughs> so things like going to intensity, getting ice cream, going to the driving range, going bowling, whatever it is, um, uh, that's that's what's going to happen at the end of the NBA season. So there's a bit, there's a bit on the line here. Um, yeah. So let's get let's kick it off. Um, should we just go down the line alphabetically here? Uh, yeah. We'll in the east, in, in the east. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Maybe you might want to either eat the mic or turn turn your mic up. Um, so, Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, last last season they went forty one and thirty one. Um, in a seventy two game season. So, their win total line is forty six point five this season. What are you are you taking overs or unders? Going under with Atlanta. Under? Uh forty six point five and A two game season. I'm taking the unders with Atlanta. Um this is a tough one for me. I think they're deep. I think they're good. I think they're exciting. I don't like Trey Young. I think he plays with no honor. Yeah, I just think these new new rules from the refs might impact him a bit and Teams around him in the East are getting better. Mm. Yeah. That's my reasoning anyway for the under. I like John Collins. They've got Clint Capella, yes? Yeah. They've got Kevin Herter. They do. They do. But have they got anyone new since? I mean, they're young players. So they could just improve during the offseason. They're young and I like continuity. Yeah. I like continuity. Yeah, true. Um, Sticking with the under, but... Gallo. I like their fucking squad. I was talking to you off mic before. My issue for them might be that they are a little too deep. Can you just go um onto the recording and just see that that's still going? I just saw a little thing pop up. Yep, still going, all good. Um, yeah, I think they might be a little too deep, as in you've got all this talent. Can you use it all? Can you? How do you utilize that? What's your rotations going to look like? Um, that's the only thing for me is, um, you know, you got, you got some, some firepower off the bench. Can it, can it be utilized in limited minutes? I, 
What was their? They were fourth last year. No, that was they the, finished fifth. Fifth. That's around what 46, 47 will get you. This year, I'd say so. Fuck, that's a great line. Like, I wouldn't be betting on this line. No, I think that's that's really accurate. I'm gonna go over. Okay. Um, I might. I might just record out um, – so Eastern Conference. Um, let's go Lavelle, poor man, Clay. Um, ATL under 46.5. I'll take over. All right. Brooklyn Nets. Skipping Boston. Oh, I missed it. Boston. Sorry. Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics. They went 30, 36 and 36 last year. Their line is the same as Atlanta. 46.5. Um, what What are your thoughts? I'm taking the over this year. Just betting on Tatum and Brown being healthy all season. Okay. Okay. I, um, I'm actually taking the under for Boston. And I've just received a text message from a friend of mine, Steve, friend of the show, actually. I think he's he's been on a couple of episodes doing this. Back in the day, me and Steve used to do this um, every season. So, uh, yeah, he's not going to be happy with me saying this. I still think, you know, I think I think they're a playoff contender. I do think in the reg- – I don't think they're a regular season team. I think they'll perform in the playoffs as well. But I do think that they will um, – underachieve this line. I think they're going to end up uh, below this 46.5, uh, but they'll still be a playoff team and a good team at that. Um, so you're going uh, Boston 46. Uh, you're going over 46.5? Going over. It's another one I wouldn't put any money on though. Yeah, I reckon that's that's right right around there. Um, and I, you know what? When we find one that we think is um, uh a bettable option. We'll let you guys know to put some put some cash on it. I would I would skip Atlanta and Boston for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know who's the coach. I don't know. I think it's a first time coach because Brad Stevens is like yeah. GM now. Brad Stevens is a GM with Neil GM experience. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's one of the things that kind of makes me just unsure. First time coach makes me unsure. Um, they signed our Horford again. Yeah, he's back. Why? They lose Thompson, Tristan Thompson. Oh, okay. I don't know. Do you like? Is he is he still uh, is he still efficient? Is that is that a good pickup or not? I don't know. Don't know. You know, Steve. Steve is a big Boston guy. He's and and we're all delusional about our about our own teams okay and he's you know he's going to argue that Horford's a good pickup for them okay and that's you know you know a bit of maybe a bit of nostalgia i don't know i don't like that pickup i don't think that he's the fucking guy so i just yeah i'm going unders and like i said i still think they're a good team i still think they they're, they're going to make a playoff run but a regular season i just think yeah i think they're going to be um they're going to be under that line. Brooklyn Nets um, last year, forty-eight and twenty-four, uh, and their line here is fifty-six point five. What have you got? 
I'm going over with Brooklyn. Um, KD was out for a bit of last year, missed a few games. James Harden only rocked up partway through the season. So I figure full year of those two guys. Yeah. Uh, what about the Kyrie turmoil, the, the turbulence within the organisation right now? Not ideal, obviously, but mm-hmm. still sticking with them for the over. I don't think that really moves the needle. Yep. Come playoffs, it'd be great to have him, but regular season, I think those other two guys and their supporting so, cast will get it done. Do they play, though? So here's a little question for me is this, the strategy. The strategy that... that and this, this could be reading too much into things. You get home court advantage. You don't get to have Kyrie for those home court games. So do you prefer to play on the road so you can have a full squad? I, thought, you, I thought he's not playing any games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no longer part of the... Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, I think, yeah, about a week ago, like, there was talk of that, but now it's come out that... Yeah. Until you get vaxxed, you're not playing at Yeah. All. Okay, so yeah, that take that argument out of it. They don't they don't strategically rest players and lose games. Um, Fifty six point five. You're going over. I'm going. I'm going under again. Um, we've disagreed three for three. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going under just because of um, the, the Kyrie thing, the turbulence within the organization right now. Um, the distraction, the constant distraction. All, all they're going to be talking about in interviews is Kyrie. They're not even going to focus on the games. They're going to be frustrated with that. I don't know. I'm just taking the unders. I know they're like probably the most talented team in the in the league right now. Uh, I'll take the under on that 56.5. Charlotte. Charlotte, 33-39 last season. And their their line is thirty eight point five, um, uh, and and for people that that aren't um, into betting, the line the line is a half game, so you can't bet on a, on an exact number. So you have to you have to basically for Charlotte being thirty eight point five, you have to say that they're going to be over thirty eight wins or below thirty eight wins, not not at thirty eight wins. You get your money back at thirty eight essentially. Um. Oh no, you you lose, you lose at thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, my thoughts on no, yeah. What 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 are your thoughts on thirty eight point five for Charlotte? It's the toughest one yet for me. Um, I know we're only early into it, but originally I had them Panthers over, but now I'm thinking under. Mm. Um, going under. So, talk, so this team, you know, they've overpaid Terry again. Uh, I like Terry. I like I like him and get your money when you can. I respect it and uh, I'm not trying to disrespect him like I disrespect Andrew Wiggins' salary, okay? Uh, I like Scary Terry. I do think he's overpaid. I think Gordon Hayward's overpaid. I think that they are taking the chance away from that team to, to land better players um, or, or like additional players. Um, you know, LaMelo Ball is going to be uh, in his second year. They call, they call There's something called the sophomore slump. So your second year in the professional league or even in college a lot of times, you, you kind of fall off. 
you know, some players don't. There's, it's not a, you know, it's not science, but it's just a, there's a, that's, it's something that exists. And I guess that could happen. I think if he takes the jump that he's expected to take, they're over. I, I don't want to rely on that. And I'm going to take him under as well. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I do think 38 wins is high. I do think that's high for this team. I would, um, I would, I would say put money on this one. The unders on the Charlotte Hornets. Um, I'm almost thinking about jumping back to over. Going over, yeah. Going back to over. Yeah, I mean, injuries definitely played a part in it last year. I think Lamelo missed quite a few games, and so did Haywood. Yep. So health permitting, I can see them getting the over, switching the over. Okay, and Haywood's getting older and has always been injury prone. He has, but I'm banking on the Lamelo games. Lamelo. Yeah. Um, you know they're they're going to be exciting. They've got cool um <laughs> uh, announcers. Uh, you know Miles Bridges, I like him. Um, is Devontae Graham still there? Or did he get traded? No, he's with the Pelicans now. I think. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the under. Uh, Lavelle's going over, and I'm recommending, I'm recommending money on the under. So, uh, we'll see, we'll see uh, how that one plays out. My Chicago Bulls. I think some of the most movement in the off season um, for these guys. We've landed Alex Caruso, uh, Demar Derozan. Um, who the fuck else did we get? Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball, yeah. So that that's a lot of our, our team's changed a lot. So we were thirty one and forty one last season, and we're projected for forty two point five this season. Uh, what are you thinking of that forty two point five? I'm taking the over on that one. Taking the over. Yeah. Uh, I am also taking the over, and this isn't bias. I don't think we're going to make a playoff run or anything. I think we'll make it to the um, play-in tournament most likely. Um, I think this is a good regular season team. I think uh, we can win games just with Zach Levine putting the ball through the hoop. Our biggest problem is going to be our defense, uh, especially inside. Vooch is not, you know, our best defender or well, a good defender in general. Um who, who's a, you know, we've got a lot of one-way guys in our team. Caruso's more on that defensive side. Um, Lonzo's more on that defensive side. They, they don't pack a big punch. Um, Zach Levine's not doing much on defense. He will score. Vooch will score. Kobe White will score. We're lacking defense there. Who's, who's that young guy? Left power forward? Uh, Williams, is it? Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams. Yeah. Uh, and I'd say he's probably more on that defensive yeah. side. Yeah, so a um, lot of one-way players in this team. That's going to be our downfall. I think we get over that 42.5. Um, I don't know what that's paying. I would put money on that 42.5 <laughs> on the overs there as well. Um, this is our first our first agreed line here. Yep. Chicago Bulls, over 42.5. I'd put money on that, you guys. Cleveland Cavaliers, this is going to be a hard one because their line's going to be low. Uh, 22 and 50 last year. Uh, their money line is 27.5, which is uh, last season, obviously, was 72 games. It's gone back to 80, 
two? I think so, yeah. This year, so 27 is about the same as last year. Um, yeah, what are you thinking? I'm going over. Going over. I, I like their backcourt. Okay. Um, who else? That Evan Mobley, is it? Mobley, I like big. Mobley. Yeah, yep. it's good. Interesting to see how Markinen goes in a new Markinen, um, Sexton, Nance is still there. No, he's in Portland now. Right. Yeah, that he was part of that Mar- Markinen trade. So the three-way? Three-way. Okay. Um... Yeah, no, it, yeah, they'll be interesting. I, yeah, that's a that's low. That is low. You're taking overs. Yeah, for me, that's an easy one. That's almost a money one for me. Um, so over twenty seven point five with money from Lavelle. I'm going. I'm going to take the unders. Uh, I'm not going to put money on it. That's a that's a real that's a tight line there. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, yeah, but. I just don't like. I don't. I don't like them. Uh, I know. I know it's just preseason, but my Bulls gave them forty the other week. The other week, Charlotte also lost by seventy <laughs> in preseason. So I don't know how much I'm taking out of preseason. Yeah, games. yeah. You know, they're, they're not playing with their full lineups and all that. But um, now we got Detroit here. Last year, twenty and fifty-two, disgusting. Their line is twenty-four point five. Twenty-four point five, Detroit. What are you thinking? Uh, that's under for me. Under 24.5. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be around 20. I think they're going to be around 20. Um, I like Cade. I don't even know who else they've fucking got. Um, oh, Jeremy Grant. He's still there. I like Jeremy Grant. Played against him in college. Um, fuck. Yeah, I don't know. 20. I, I'm saying 20. Uh, that that under might be a money under for me. Um, yeah. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can put it in a multi, but wouldn't mind chucking them and Cleveland together over in the under. But Yeah. I think you can multi those, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, no hope for Detroit. Not this year. No. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's our first um, agreed money line. Um, so... If yeah, I would probably definitely, probably definitely, I would um, I'd put money on that that under for Detroit to you guys. Uh, that's our first agreed money line. Uh, can you just check the uh, recording? See see how long we're at. Thirty four, beautiful. Um, all right. So what was next? Indiana Pacers. They were thirty four and thirty eight last year. Not not too bad. Just under five hundred. Um. 43.5 they're looking at this year. What are you thinking? Um, I like I like Rick Carlisle being there as the coach. Yep. Interesting to see what he can do with that roster. I'm taking them on the over. Taking the overs. Yes. This I is like very bonus as well. This is very interesting how opposite we we have been today because <laughs> I'm I'm taking them for the unders. I don't I don't like the roster. I don't like the structure of that roster. Um I think there's talent there. I just don't think it's um yeah, I don't think it's a well-manufactured NBA team in this in this NBA. Yeah, I think Levert, he's got back issues now. He's just he had his like issues last season, but now yeah, that was like, like kidneys or yeah. something weird, wasn't it? Yeah, and now he's got back issues. Like, just had back surgery or something recently. Yeah, um, yeah, I just got a bit of faith in Carlisle. Yeah, I like Carlisle, but um, yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Indy for the under. 
Um, now we've got Miami. They've had a bit of movement too this year. So they've taken, not taken, uh, PJ Tucker has come over to Miami from uh, Milwaukee, the reigning champs. And Kyle Lowry, Big Booty Lowry, has come from Toronto, um, which are two, two championship-winning players, mm. two important pieces of championship-winning teams. I do like that. The young, the young guns on Miami are my concern. You've got the highest paid um, non-drafted player ever in Duncan Robinson. Uh, and you've got Tyler Hero, who we've seen can ball. Last season, he did not perform. And then they've lost Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, to the Lakers. Yeah. Um, Tyler Hero, did you see shit he was talking the other day? Yeah, he wants to be He wants to be uh, in talks with Luka Doncic and, and Trey Young. Um, yeah, right, buddy. Yeah. Those guys didn't have a fucking season like you had last year, mate. No. Never will. No. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, forty-eight point five is the line. What are you? What are you taking? I'm going with over on that. Over on uh, forty-eight point five. That's yeah. That's a big. Um, I think they're going to be one of the best teams in the conference. I can see a top four. Yeah, they get. I mean, I think they're getting a lot of love. Um, are they deep? I like Bam. Yeah, Bam's there as well. Yeah, they're going to be tough. Um, I think 48's around the mark. This is going to be a tough one. Um, I think, yeah, uh, I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this one and take the overs. Milwaukee Bucks, reigning champs, um, 46 and 26 last year. 55.5 is their line for this year. What are you thinking? Uh, this one's an over for me. Over 55.5. Pushing, pushing 60. Just a little bit below that this year. Yeah, I don't like that they lost PJ. Um, and who did they replace him with? Semi Oakley or something? Whatever his name is. Guy that was playing for Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like that is not a that is not a replacement. No, I see PJ as more of a playoffs kind of guy anyway. Yeah, like bring him in for a series and just agitate someone for a yeah. few games. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, I just think winning that championship just gets the monkey off the back and some swag a bit more freely. A bit more yeah, swag, no, more no pressure. Um, yeah, yeah, fifty five. Like just because we've been going through some pretty trash teams here, apart from Brooklyn. 55 seems high in comparison, but like, um, you know, an 82-game season, like 60, 65 is now the question for some of your best teams. Uh, so, yeah, maybe I'll agree with you here and take the take the over. Uh, our New York Knicks, they're back. They're back in the, um, you know, in the basketball zeitgeist. They were fourth, fourth in the East last year. Uh, 41 and 31. Um their line this year is 42.5, which is interesting. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going with the under for the Knicks this year. Under? Yeah. Under 42.5 with the Knicks. I have to take the over here. I 
like I said before, I like continuity. Um, they've got essentially the same team. They've lost Reggie Bullock. Um, he's now at the Lakers as well, right? Not sure. No? Maybe he's gone somewhere else, but he's not. I reckon he's with Dallas? Dallas? Yeah, you're right. Dallas, you're right. Yeah. He's not at the Knicks. Um, they got Fournier, though. I think you feel that. Fournier. I like Fournier. Yeah. We've, uh, I'm saying we. Uh, they got rid of Alfred Payton and brought in Kemba Walker. Yeah, I did. I forgot about that, actually. And people are talking. There's yeah, there's a bit of talk about, like, oh, Kemba's not what he used to be. I'll tell you what he is, though. Better than fucking Alfred Payton. Yeah. Uh, their line is... I think their line's low here. That's, and it's low. I, I've got to take... I'm taking the over, and I'm, I'm saying put money on it. Put money on that on that over. I'm just betting on Randall wigging out after his playoff performance <laughs> last year. <laughs> Driving my bet. Yeah. Uh, all right, Orlando. They were 21 and 51 last year. Absolute garbage. Uh, their line is 22.5. What have you got? I'm going the over, but I can't see them getting more than 24. I think oh, they're like. going to be garbage still, but yeah. slightly better garbage. Um. Yeah, again, this is similar to the New York line. Like, it's it's only one game up with ten extra games in the season. Uh, I've got to take the over, but I'm not I'm not confident in it. Uh, Philly, talk about turmoil. Yeah, uh, forty nine and twenty three last year. Their line's fifty point five. Pretty significant drop. Um, yeah, um, and you know, there's a lot. There's a lot going on over there. Uh, Embiid's not getting any younger, and he's injury prone. Yeah. Danny Green is still there, despite forget like he's been space jammed. He used to be a fucking wet ball, and sometimes he is, but sometimes isn't good enough. Not in the NBA. Ben Simmons, nobody knows what the deal is there. As we said last week, he packed up his shit and left, but no one wants him, so he's. <laughs> Back. He's pretty much forced to go back to Philly. Yeah, yeah, it's a tough one for me, but go on the unders. Just too many uncertainties with that team. I think you covered it pretty well with all those points. Yeah. Um, interesting. It's very interesting. Um, who's coaching them? Uh, Doc Rivers still. Doc's still there. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, I'm going unders. I still got them finishing third in the conference, but yeah, that that number just don't know about it. Shit, I'm I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Um, yeah, I just don't. It it, it seems too much of an uncomfortable situation, and, and in team sports, you just need to have that cohesiveness, and I just don't think it's going to be there. Not while Ben Simmons is there. Um. So even at the start of the season, if it like they could lose, they could lose fucking ten games and then come good later or something. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm going to take the unders as well. Um, Toronto, uh, but if you're from there, you say Toronto. You get you get rid of the T. So the Toronto Raptors, twenty seven and forty five last year. Their line is thirty six point five this year. Uh, what have you got? Another tough one, but I'm going the unders with Toronto. Yeah, I know like Nick Nurse is regarded as a good coach. Yeah, I just 
can't see it happening with this roster. Nah, um, I think they'll be. I think they'll be for a team that. Um, I don't want to disrespect them for a team that's going to be trash. They'll be still good to watch. Um, they have. They've still got like Pascal Siakam. They've still got Fred VanVleet. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it's just not going to be coming together for them this year. And I've got. I'm gonna have to take the under for Toronto. That's another. They, get, they got um Dragic in the Lowry trade. I don't mind that. I oh yeah, I like Dragic. Dragic and yeah. Fleet, that's, that's another old good. gentleman though with yeah. um a history of injuries. Um, the Washington Wizards. Good lord, uh, last season thirty four and thirty eight. This season thirty four point five. What have you got? Just don't know how to like measure the Brody's impact. It's so tough. Like, it, it's a bit annoying um, seeing these numbers next to each other because obviously one of them is a seventy-two game season, one's eighty-two. But like for this, for them to win thirty-four games in a seventy-two game season and then be given thirty-four as the line is disrespectful. But yeah, you're taking away a triple double. Yeah, um, and replacing it with Kyle Kuzma, who I just. So who they is so, so Kyle absolute. Kuzma, but they also got Spencer Dinwiddie. Yep. And oh, KCP. Yeah. So filling a few voids that, I mean, Westbrook wasn't shooting any threes for them. So a bit more floor spacing, I guess, with KCP. Yeah. I'm going the over with Washington. Taking the over with, there. With that line. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a decent lineup. Um, I guess it's, it's just hard for me to respect Kyle Kuzma after the um, Instagram post he did this week. Um, did have, you see have, that? Have we talked about Bradley Beal at all or not? Bradley Beal, so he's another. Did he, I? I haven't ha- had any updates. He's a. He doesn't want the vaccine. Oh really? Yeah. I thought Kyrie was the only one holding out. Oh, I guess. But he's not in. He's not in yeah, one because of the state. Yeah, so it's yeah, right. only LA and New York that have the state yeah, mandates. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I guess he would just won't be able to play if they go there in New York and LA. Yeah. yeah. Um, the between like two best cities. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So no, nah, he'll play most games. Um. I think. I think it's a decent lineup. I think thirty four is pretty disrespectful after um winning thirty four with ten less games. I've got. I've, it's hard not to go over there. So I, I'd say put money on this over for Washington. For me. And is that that's the East done? Yes. Okay. Uh, I've got to make sure I hold on to that. I'm going to have to do a um, Excel spreadsheet for this later. Um, all right. In the West. First up, we got the Dallas Mavericks. Um, last season, 42 and 30. This season, they, they're getting given 48.5. Dallas Mavericks, 48.5. What do you think? Uh, the whole coaching situation's a bit, a bit how you going. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, don't like it. So um, if anybody's unclear on that, Jason Kidd is, uh, is replacing Rick Carlisle. So you're getting one of, you know, probably a Hall of Fame coach, would you say? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um, you're replacing a Hall of Famer with Jason Kidd, who essentially has done nothing in the coaching space. 
Um, not done nothing. He's been a coach, but has done nothing. Done nothing. <laughs> He'd have a losing record as a coach. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. for sure. Um, I'm going the over with this. Betting on Luca. Betting on Luca, which you know, I, I like Luca. I like Tim Hardaway. Played against Tim Hardaway. Uh, I like Reggie Bullock. Um, my problem is poor Zingas. They've they're they're still sort of like trying to trying to ride that wave. Um, who else have they got? Boban. <laughs> I don't know that um, that really matters. Um, that guy that all three Clippers dunked on supposedly they were just flexing on him. What's his name? Kleber. Oh, Maxi Kleber. Kleber. Yeah, and he's he's actually decent. Like, yeah, good stretch big. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Over for me. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to take the under. Just pretty much just based on um Jason Kidd, man. I don't I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I don't like the um you know, I don't really like Steve Nash at Brooklyn either. I don't like just signing NBA legends as coaches just cause um oh well he's a point guard. Like that doesn't mean you're a good coach. Um I don't like it and I do I do think Luca is one of the best players in like obviously he's one of the best, but he's you know projected to be the MVP this season. Uh, but I just yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm taking under for Dallas. Uh, Denver, Denver, uh, 47 and 25 last season, um, which is you know great record, and they're projected 48 point uh, 48.5. Um, this season, what do you got? Um, going under Denver. I think not having Jamal Murray for the whole season is going to hurt. Yep. I think um, Porter Junior is going to take a bit of a leap. Yep. Um, I mean, he's already playing pretty good. You got the he? reigning MVP. We do, we do. But um, I just don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't have. I don't like. You know, I don't think Aaron Gordon's. You know, a great NBA player. Um. Do they still have Tory Craig? Not sure. Um, a bit of a three and D guy. Yeah, I don't know. This is a tough one for me. Um, I think Will I Barton's still there. I think he was injured a bit last year. Yeah, so a bit, bit more of him around might help. Beasley, not Mike Beasley. There's another Beasley. Not Malik, is it? Yeah, Malik Beasley. Is he still there? Why am I thinking the Timberwolves with him? Did he used to play for the Timberwolves? I don't know. I don't know. I do like the continuity. I do like that they've got the reigning MVP. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Like you said, Murray, Murray's got, Murray's a factor, but I'm I'm, I'm going to take the over for the Nuggets. Um, Golden State, Golden State Warriors, uh, thirty nine and thirty three last season. They were in the play in tournament. They're an, again here. Um, their lines at forty eight point five. I'm taking the over. One. Taking the over, uh, you know you've obviously got Steph Curry, Draymond, uh, Clay will be back this year early in the season. Um, uh, they've got James Wiseman back. Hopefully, you know, hopefully he understands the offense a bit more this year. He understands the league a bit more. Hopefully, he takes a bit of a jump. Uh, I like uh, Jordan Poole. Yeah, they got Iggy back. Iggy, uh, I don't know about that pickup. Old man, um, but no yeah. system. No you know, he's my third cousin or something, but um, I don't, I don't quite understand that pickup. Um, 
Yeah, they got rid of Ubre, which I think was which was a good thing. He was a bit of a cancer in that team, saying he wanted to start or start over Clay, um, which is just I don't know retarded, dude. Um, I so you just took you took the overs. I'm going to take the over as well. I like I have high hopes for him. I think I might be betting with my heart here, but um, I don't know if you can argue with Clay, Steph, and Draymond back together again. Um, whether it works, whether whether it's you know that same spark as it used to be, we'll see. But um, yeah, I'll take the overs on that as well. Houston, um, seventeen and fifty-five last year. Yuck! They've been given twenty-seven. Point five this year, uh, which is I think that's pretty significant. What are you What are you thinking on this one? It's an easy under for me. Yeah, uh, I agree with the under. I'm not going to go through um, their roster, but um, I don't see them being much better than they were last year um, at all. If 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 better is even a word to use, I'm 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 taking the unders as well, and I'm saying put money on that one. Uh, the Clippers, um, 47 and 25 last year with Kawhi. Uh, they've been given 46.5 this year, uh, with no information on, you know, what Kawhi's deal is. What do you think? This is an under for me. I can just see them like scraping into the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to take the under on this as well. Um, even though, you know, there's 10 more games I've been given a similar line to last year without... Without knowing what's going on with Kawhi and the impact that he had on that team, um, and you know the Paul George slander, I think it's deserved. You know he came out and he 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 did his thing. Sometimes, sometimes he wasn't consistent towards the end of the season when it started to matter. He was. I I don't like this team without without knowing um, where Kawhi is. I've got to take the under on these guys. Uh, then we've got the Lakers, the the oldest team in the league. They were forty two and thirty last year with a completely different roster. They've been given fifty three point five this year. What do you think about that? Uh, probably betting with my heart here, but I'm going the over on that one. Taking the over. Um, I think it's hard to go against LeBron James and Anthony Davis as much LeBron James slander as there's been on this podcast. Um, is, yeah, I mean, like one of the best of all time and the, you know, top two centers in the league right now. Top three. That's actually hard. What do you, what do you think about, like, is, is, first off, is Giannis a center? The center position, if Giannis is involved in that argument, is a strong position right now. You got Davis, you got um, Jokic, Embiid. Two guys have finished top two in MVP. Yeah, yeah. It's a strong position in a league that barely uses the center right now. Is is yeah, it's pretty nuts actually. Um, But yeah, I've got yeah, I've I've got a couple of overs here. But yeah, I think I'll take the over as well. I think I'll agree with you on the on the Lakers over. Um, You know. You got, you've got pretty much a fucking all-star team. They are they they've aged out of um, their primes, most of them. But um, yeah, I don't know if it's nostalgia or what. But I just think like even if they were to get like a little injury or two, like a minor one throughout the season, it's still enough. Star enough power depth. I do like I do like their guys that 
aren't getting talked about as well, like the Kendrick Nuns, the um, uh, Malik Monk. He's there? Yeah. yeah. I do, yeah. I do like those guys as well. Um, I'm missing somebody. Um, but, yeah, I'll take I'll take the over on the Lakers. I hate to do it. I do fucking... I do fucking hate to do it, but... <laughs> uh, the Grizz. Grizz. 38 and 34 last year. 41.5 is their line this year. Um, and I think we're looking at essentially the same roster. Valanciunas is out and Stephen Adams is in. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I did know that, but it's not... It's not really. I think that was a like one for one trade. Right. Okay. Um. Maybe a couple other pieces here and there. But I think I prefer Stephen Adams. See, I think offensively, I like Valanciunas. Yeah, but they've got um. Actually, I don't know the pieces of the Mem- the Memphis Grizzlies. I just love watching them in that um playing tournament. Yeah, that, that was impressive. Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking you over. I love Jar. Um, he's a fucking competitor, and I think. That. I think he boosts his, you know, like on um, NBA when, uh, oh, well, I play NBA my team and there's cards, like duo cards, where if you use them together in the same lineup, their stats boost. I feel like Jar Morant is that in real life. Like he just lifts the whole squad. Um, I'm taking the over on the Memphis Grizzlies as well. That's another, uh, once once we're done with this, I'm, I'm going to be interested to go through and see how much we agreed on. Um. Minnesota Timberwolves twenty three and forty nine last year. Um, not a not a whole lot has changed with this lineup. They took Pascal Siak. I mean, uh, Eric Pascal from uh, Golden State. Uh, no, no, he went to Utah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, Minnesota similar team, I think. Thirty five point five this year after twenty three and forty nine last year. What do you think? I've never really rated Minnesota, but I'm going the over on this one. Right. Um, I don't know what has changed for them to get to get that many games. They've got D'Lo. They've got Cat. They've got. Do they still have? Um, who's that point guard? Um, I, I think, think they, they had Rubio, but he's gone to Cleveland. No, nah, they they had a guy that used to play for Atlanta, I think. Um, fuck, I forget his name. I don't know. They got Anthony Edwards. I can see him. Oh yeah, Anthony Edwards. So he, yeah, he could improve. Uh, Again, sophomore slump could be a factor. He wasn't really like they weren't relying on him last year, which I I think think it's probably a good thing. Yeah, at this point in his career. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's, yeah. 35. It's just a, it's too big a jump for me. I'm taking I'm taking the unders. Um we've only, I, I've only I've only recommended money on one game. Uh oh, sorry. One one um team in the west. I did 5 in the um in the east all up, but I mean, we have still got a few still got a few to come. Uh New Orleans 31 and 41 last year. A uh, bit of a bit of a roster change this year, and they they're getting thirty nine point five, thirty nine point five. What do you think? Um, I'm going under. And that's just based on them losing Lonzo, the uncertainty with Zion. 
Yep. Um, bringing Valanciunas in, like, I think, that, as I was saying before, I think that'll help offensively. But, yep. yeah, losing Lonzo and then Steve... Wait, who will they get? They lost Steven Adams. Mm. So defensively, I see them taking a bit of a hit. And just the, Zion's the main one, though. So you were saying Zion's had foot surgery? Yeah. And he was already, he's already talking shit about um, wanting to play for someone else. Well, he wasn't, but family members and stuff were. So... Yeah, I'm taking the under on this one as well. Um, I'm thinking, nah. If I've got to think about it, it's not a money. It's not a money one. No. Uh, so I think yeah, Ingram's good enough to swing a game here or there. Yeah, but just, yeah, can't see it happening for them this season. I don't. Nah. I don't even think they'll make the playing tournament. No. Nah. Uh, OKC. Shout out to Josh Giddy. Um, 22 and 50 last year. They're getting 23.5 this year. Um, what do you reckon? I feel like I've gone a lot of overs, so about you for an under. I think that I wouldn't put any money on this one. No, I wouldn't. I think this is about, about right. Um, <coughs> I, I don't like them. I don't, they're young. I like Shea, Gilgis, Alexander. Um, you know, I like Josh Giddy. I think, um, I don't know. My Instagram timeline, because I follow NBL and they're like all over their players, is like they're frothing over Giddy. He's, you know, like, you know, 16 points occasionally. Like where he's had, you know, nine, six and two, stuff like that. You know, I I don't think he's going to change much for that team. Not as a rookie. I think he's a good player. Um I, I'm yet to be sold on him. I liked him as an NBL player. I the I watched him. I only watched two games of him play at NBL, and I didn't see, I didn't see NBA in him. Uh, but I'm not an NBA scout, so I'm I'm not sold on him yet. Um, so I'm gonna take the under. You took it as well, yeah. Yep. But I think, yeah, I think 23 is right around the mark. So no money on that one. Uh, Phoenix um, were in the finals last year, 51 and 21 record, 51.5 this year with 10 more games. What do you think about that? It's a bit disrespectful. Finalists. Um, I'm taking the over with this one. I know Chris Paul is not getting any younger, but Devin Book is. I, don't, I just think his leadership, um, even off the court, just at practice. Um, from the bench while he's on the court. Uh, if, even if he's not, you know, piling stats up, I think he's he's having an impact. Uh, Devin Booker cannot be argued with. Um, DeAndre Ayton. Um, Crowder still there? Crowder's still there. Um, who was it? Which I always get the bridges mixed up. Is it Mikhail? He's at, um, he's at Phoenix, isn't he? Miles is the one that's dunking over in Charlotte. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I'm definitely going the over on this one. Yeah, and I think they've got a chip on their shoulder from losing, and I think they've also got confidence just from getting there. I, yeah. I, I'm taking the over for Phoenix. I, I think it's disrespectful to give them 51.5 with 10 more games. Um, I think this might be a money a money uh, line for me. 10, 10 games is huge. Oh, I can't believe they've done that. Um, I'm taking the overs on that Phoenix team. Um, Portland, 
42 and 30 last season. They're going 44.5 this season. What are your thoughts? Uh, first thought is, is Dame going to be there all season? And if he is, is CJ going to be there all season? Mm-hmm. So I feel like one of them's one of them's out the door. So yeah. I'm going the under with this. I think Portland's about to just blow it all up. I'm taking the under as well. I um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think 44 is around around the mark again. I think they're, you know, the odds makers know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, I mean, if they come out and get 47 or 48 wins, I won't be surprised either. Yeah. But, yeah, we wouldn't put any money on this one. But. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm taking unders as well. Uh, Sacramento Kings, 31 and 41 last season. They're getting 36.5 this season. What do you think about that one? Uh, I got them penciled in as the under. I think I'll stick with it. But, yeah, once again, if I see them creeping up to just under 40 wins, that wouldn't surprise me. De'Aaron Fox is good. Um, I like their whole roster. Um, yeah, De'Aaron Fox, Rashawn Holmes, um, Bagley, the third. Um, that sounds like royalty. Um, uh, Buddy Heald. I like them. They're still young. And who's that? Do you know who their coach is? Oh, it's not still Luke Walton, is it? I don't know. Didn't, he, didn't, didn't Luke get me too? <laughs> oh, maybe. It's all, it's all unsourced here at the World to the Potty podcast. But um, I reckon he's still their coach. Yeah, I feel like he is, but I'm not. I'm not sold on on the overs here. Uh, what was it? Thirty six point five. Um, it's a you know. Again, I think it's around the mark. I'm going to take the under, but yeah, I wouldn't. Put, I wouldn't put money on it. Um. San Antonio Spurs, 33-39 and 39 last season, 29.5 this season. What do you think? I'm going, oh, I reckon over. 29.5, over. Like we were saying before, there's not a whole lot of players we can name on this, on this squad. Oh, I'll just go back to um, Brooklyn from about an hour ago. Um, Paddy Mills is a huge oh, signing, yeah. Yeah. especially with Kyrie um, not playing. That and they signed him before they knew that, and that signing just looks even like I thought it was a great signing at the time. So much better now. Uh, what do you? And I still went. You went over. I think you got it. I think you got it right. I went under. I think you got it right with the overs for Brooklyn. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, now that we talk about Paddy Mills, I just want to change my mind about the Spurs. I reckon they're going under. Yeah. Yeah. You're losing because they don't have Rudy Gay anymore, don't have DeRozan, don't have Paddy Mills. Yeah. Um, they got Lonnie Walker. They got... Um, Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson. Uh, Derek White. Dejounte Murray. And Dejounte Murray. Oh, no, I'll stay with overs, actually. Flipping around, but... They do have to go to the bench at some stage, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> those four. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Has Pop ever had less than 30 wins? I mean, it was last season his worst season? Probably. Yeah, yeah, that's 33. true. That's true. And that was in 72 game season. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll take the over there. And now that you've made it, yeah, made that point, that might be another money game for me. Money, um, money line. Uh, Finally, the Utah Jazz, 52-20 and 20 last season. That was the best uh, in the league. Yeah. Um, they've been given 52.5 this season. 
Um, what do you think about the Utah Jazz? Uh, I can see them finishing top in the West again. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know if they've lost anyone notable. Not not anyone that jumps to mind anyway. No. Uh, you know, their, their starting lineup, you're looking at um, Conley, Mitchell, Mitchell oh, obviously Rudy, Derek Favors, Jay Crowder. Is that right? Jay off the bench. Wait, Jay Crowder, did he... Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, no, no. Joe no. Ingles? Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. I don't know why I said Crowder. Joe, oh, and um, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. I think Bogdanovich was starting and Ingles coming off the bench. Yeah. I think it's pretty interchangeable. Though. Yeah. Um, if you... I was talking to um, Zave yesterday. If you look at the way basketball was designed and the positions, obviously it's more positionless now, but they have a legit one through five, which I like. Um, reigning defensive player of the year in Rudy. Reigning six man of the year. Six man of the year in Clarkson. Um, I love this roster. I love this roster um, for regular season and playoffs, which is, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what the number would have to be for me not to take the over, to be honest, for these guys. It'd have to be pretty high. So I'm taking the over. You too? Yeah, over. Yeah. Uh, I might, I might say, I might say money on the over for them as well. All right, so that is that's the breakdown of the uh, the money lines there. Let's just, I'll just check what we agree on here. Um, Chicago, so that's one. Detroit two. Miami three. Milwaukee four. Orlando five. Philly six. Toronto seven. Washington eight. Golden State 9, Houston 10, Clippers 11, Lakers 12, Memphis 13, New Orleans 14, OKC 15, Phoenix 16, Portland 17, Sac 18, Spurs 19, Utah 20. It was looking at the start like it was just going to be complete disagreement the whole way through, but it ended up with 20. Two thirds, yeah. Uh, and there was one, there was one um, that we both said put money on, and that was Detroit. <laughs> so everyone, uh, go put your money on Detroit for the unders. Um, that's that's our lock for the season, Detroit for the unders. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll put, I'll do that today. Maybe I'll put like ten bucks on Detroit for the unders. Oh, I'm not, I'm banned from betting on sports. <laughs> uh, bet with Joel. Uh, everyone, go to betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty enter promo code um i've forgotten what the promo code is because it's been so long since i've done the read uh potty exclusive 50 potty exclusive five zero for 50 percent off your subscription um and joel will joel's best package is his nba package so um you you can make some real good bread I made enough for the bookmakers to fucking delete my files. So uh, think about that. Um, okay, so from this, how do we... Yeah, I'm not really sure how we how we seed these teams. Do we just... Do we worry about our overs and unders or do we just sort of go through the teams and say where we think they're going to get? I think you look at, look at your overs and unders and work out like roughly where you think their wins would have ended up and... 
list it that way. We'll do that after the show. That'll take a while. Yeah, that'll take too long. So we're not going to seed the teams. Um, if you go into the next tab, we're going to go into... Uh, we're going to do our bets. So... I've already run through this earlier in the episode. This is for um, this is for the divorce dad's day. Um, so let's do rock paper scissors to see who chooses first. So we do like one game at a time. Yep. So whoever wins gets to choose first, and then every week whoever wins the prior week will be choosing first. Okay. All right. Rock paper scissors. All right, you go. All right. I'm gonna take. Pelicans versus 76ers. Okay. Um, Who are you taking? I'm taking the 76ers. Taking the 76ers. Okay. Um, I'm going to take Pistons Bulls and I'm going to take Bulls. And that's a, that's a uh, rivalry game. That one's uh easy money. <laughs> All right. So um, just to remind everyone, it's four games per week that we're doing. Um, and at the end of the season, we'll we'll tally. Well, throughout the season, we'll tally um, winners, and whoever wins in the season will be taking the other one out on a, a divorce dad's day. Right. Second game, I'm taking. Jazz and Thunder, and I'll go with the Jazz. Okay, I'll take... Um, Grizzlies, Cavs, and I'll take the Grizz. Alright, next one... I'm going to go opening night, go Lakers-Warriors, and I'm going with the Lakers. Okay. Um, I'll take Blazers-Kings, and I'll take Blazers. All right, and finally, we'll go Timberwolves-Rockets, I'm going with the Wolves. Uh, and one more. Can you scroll down? Is there any? Is there any more? Yeah, that's it. Oh wait. Oh, I didn't see these. Yeah. So Friday, that's our Friday, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I reckon so. Um. Uh, shit. Maybe I'll take the Warriors over the Clippers. Maybe I'll do that. All right, so just to recap, Lavelle's four games. He's taking 76ers over New Orleans, Utah over OKC, uh, Lakers over the Warriors, and Minnesota over Houston. I'll be taking Bulls over Pistons, Grizzlies over Cavs, um, Blazers over the Kings, and the Warriors over the Clippers. Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to have a bit of skin in the game for the for the entire season yeah, this year. Um, all right, you guys. Um, 
maybe if you're if you're into NBA, maybe send through um you know some 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 tips or something, uh, and just say uh say who it's for, say whether it's for me or for for Lavelle, um, and we'll 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 discuss whether we want to take your tips uh, as well on, on each episode, um. So obviously our NBA segments won't be that long every week. It'll just be for those those four games really and recaps of any any wild shit that went down. Um, but you know what to do. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit the fucking share button. Subscribe, rate, review on all your friends and family's phones. We need 200 um, five-star ratings uh, on iTunes, please. So five stars uh, as much as you can. Have a good weekend. Uh, Love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. Bung, bung.